Hey, Buttercups. Happy Friday. Cheers to the weekend. I have a glass of wine here with me this evening. And tonight is episode three of Call Him Douchey. And yay, we made it through the week. So in tonight's episode, I am going to discuss the undercover nice guy. The guy who pretends that he's just super nice and super in tune with you and just all about you, but he also has a hidden agenda, and that hidden agenda is the agenda of most guys on dating apps, is to get into your pants. Now, I'm not saying that I'm some prude. Uh, My friends that are very close to me would know that is definitely not the case, but you would hope that in this day and age and men that are in their 30s and 40s, the target age group that I am after, would be able to actually be honest, but they think that lying to you about actually wanting a relationship when really all they want is that punani is a better way to go because then the woman will think that, oh, they're actually serious about getting to know me And then if we see that they're serious about getting to know us, they think maybe we'll strip down faster for them. Now, I don't know about you, but there have been a lot of times where I've definitely rushed into things and it just kind of ended up imploding because it was too soon and it also wasn't meant to be. So you move on. You move on to the next one or you just suck it up and say, okay, well, it wasn't meant to be. That's okay. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But with the undercover nice guy, he does a lot of little things here and there to make you think that he's just really into forging a relationship with you when really it's all about him just getting what he wants. And then once he pumps and dumps, he's gone. Or maybe he's not gone right away, but it does take a month or two Mm -hmm. after or a few weeks after for him to slowly pull away until he either decides to ghost you or he decides to be forthright and tells you that he actually wasn't looking for a relationship. He was just looking for a fuck buddy. Cool story, bro. Love it. So that undercover nice guy will pay attention to the things you say, for the most part, I like to think, And remember what you say, so then if you mention it again, he'll say, or act like he knows what you're talking about, and say, oh yeah, you did mention that to me. Or say, oh, well, we talked about that already, you've told me. And of course, it's super flattering that some guy that you're really into is remembering things that you say, and ladies, we all know that men that remember things that we say shows that they're actually interested in us. But also, we need to remember that most men are really manipulative. And in yesterday's podcast episode two, I talked about the manipulative douchebag. And there are also many different avenues and branches of manipulative douchebaggery that I could possibly get into in a later episode. So this undercover nice guy is going to take you out and spend time with you and wine and dine you so then he can get you right where he wants you in his bed or in your bed on your back which hey 
you know, I'm not saying that that's bad, because I like getting down with it just as much as the next girl, or guy, I, I don't know. If you were to ask all of my closest girlfriends, they would tell you that I am not prude at all, which is why I'm so open about talking about this. So he gets you on your back or on your knees, whichever. And so you might have a wonderful night of unbridled passion, or it might just be kind of okay. And you chalk it up to being kind of awkward because it's the first time that you've been with this person. And that's okay because, you know, the first time with some people or a lot of people might be awkward, might not be that great because it's the first time. I mean, why do you think that there are a lot of people that hook up when they're drunk? Because you don't have any inhibitions when you're drunk and all that shit goes out the window and you're like a free bird and you're just like, whatever, it's okay, I'm drunk. They won't remember this. I probably won't remember it either, but it feels so good. And then you pass out afterwards. Not that I know from experience. Anyways, I digress. So this nice guy is going to wine and dine you and make sure that he makes you feel special and that you know that you're special. And then, again, once he sleeps with you, it's like he's done with you in a way. Or he might hang on a little while longer because he's attracted to you. And for him, maybe the sex is absolutely amazing, but for you... It was mediocre at best because we've all been with a guy or a few guys that just don't try. Most men think, if not all, think that by stabbing you down there with their rock hard dick will get you wet in two seconds flat. That's not the case. You know, I really wish that more guys knew that they actually have to do something something down there in order mm-hmm. to get us ready for the main event. But they're clueless because all they think about is themselves. That's another rant for another podcast episode. So anyways, mediocre best sex, but he keeps coming back to you ha, in more ways than one because he... He thinks it's amazing, and he thinks you're hot, and sure, he likes spending time with you, but he really likes seeing you naked, he really likes sleeping with you. So he continues to hang around and hang on until maybe another girl comes along that he thinks is hotter or is more interesting, and then he decides that she's his next conquest, and she's the one that he wants to conquer because, by nature, men are hunters, and also by nature, we're, we're their prey. As sad as it is, it is true, ladies. Very true. So he might hang on for a little while, but you also see it start to notice that the texting becomes a little less. The calls, if there were phone calls, become a little less. The video chatting becomes a little less. And you start to wonder what the hell happened. Was this really just a pump and dump situation or a pump and very slow dump situation, you don't really know. And you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but deep down, you know the truth. You see the red flags. The red flags are there. And when we don't want to believe something, what do we do? We ignore the red flags. 
So you're ignoring the red flags, wasting your time on this douchebag when, I don't know, maybe there's some amazing guy sitting in your like box or sitting in your inbox waiting to hear from you. And you don't give this person the time of day because you're so involved with this guy that you think is so hot. But really, he's not giving you a real solid chance because all he wants is sex. And he got sex by pretending to be nice and pretending to actually care and pretend to want to forge a relationship with you when that's not what he wanted in the first place. My issue with the closet nice guy, or the undercover nice guy, rather, is that whenever you first meet someone on a dating app, one of the questions that I get a lot and have gotten a lot uh, pretty much right off the bat is, what are you looking for? And that's fine to ask, but I think it's a little bit strange to ask in the very first conversation, maybe two or three conversations into starting to talk to each other or a few days later once you've kind of seen if you have some common ground and how you vibe and if you mesh well while you talk. But it just annoys me because I kind of feel like a guy asking, well, what are you looking for is his way of gauging if he should proceed with Operation Get Laid. So typically... I will say something first. I'll say, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. What about you? And they'll say, me too. And then they'll say, well, what are you looking for in a relationship? And then I'll tell them. And I'm going to be honest with people. I'm going to lay all of my cards out there because guess what? I'm almost 35. I don't have time for games. I don't want to play games. And I don't want to tell people one thing, but really actually want something else because guess what life is too short to waste my time and other people's time so I'm going to be honest because that's what people deserve they deserve honesty so of course after I say what I'm looking for a lot of them will say oh me too or they'll say what they're looking for but a lot of it seems to match what I've said so then it's kind of a head scratcher because it makes you stop and think, are they actually looking for a relationship and do they actually want the same things or are they just saying these things? So it's their way of getting me to trust them and thinking that, oh, he's such a nice guy. He wants someone to be supportive of him just like I do. I mean, shit, everyone. That's what everybody wants. Everyone wants to have a supportive partner. And if you don't want a supportive partner, then you have no business looking for someone to be in an actual relationship with. You might as well just have a fuck buddy. But I digress. So you think this person is just so great and so wonderful and you're super excited because hey he wants the same damn things you want in a relationship well I hate to break it to you but in all honesty as I said a few minutes ago I really feel like these guys are just saying it so then you trust them and then they can move on with operation get laid because let's face it especially nowadays with things starting to open up with the pandemic kind of slowing down We all want that dick. Am I right? Yes, ladies. Cheers to that D. So 
We all want the D, but we also want some companionship too. I would love to have a guy who wants to do things with me, wants to go out with me and go to wineries, go to a brewery, go to, well, I guess movie theaters aren't open yet, but when they open up, go to a movie with me or shit, just take a random drive one weekend day, go early in the morning and drive until we find some random place to stop and take an adventure. Go to a museum when museums open up because I'm a nerd and I love that stuff. I want someone who truly wants to experience life with me and not just say it, but show me that's what he wants. Show me that he wants to forge a relationship with me. And if we really hit it off and become serious, show that he wants to make a life with me because he cares about me that much that he does not want to be with anyone else and he does not want to be without me. He wants me to be his adventure buddy. But it is very hard to find a guy who wants that and not just sex. And I'm not saying that the guy who is right for you and the guy who wants truly wants the same things that you want isn't going to want a sex isn't going to want sex. Of course he's going to want to have sex, and of course he's going to want sex. He's a dude. He has a dick. Come on. It's how they're wired. But for once, I just want to be able to meet someone who says, this is what I'm looking for in a relationship, and say, I want someone to have adventures with and actually make plans with me and not just be like, Oh, well, you know, it's the third date. So why don't, why don't you just come over or shit, even inviting me over for the second date? Nah, dude, I'm sorry. We can, we can find a place to get food and find a place to eat outside. And especially now with restaurants having their outside patios open in my area, There's no need for home dates until like date four or five, because if you're inviting me over on date two, date three, I ain't going to trust you because I know that's code for, hey, I'll butter you up, cook for you, and then you're going to have sex with me. Uh Uh-uh. No, bro. That's a no from me, dog. I want you to get to know me. And if you don't want to get to know me with my clothes on, then you are not worth my time. You're just not worth my time. But with that being said, sometimes we are just powerless against certain people. I know you feel that. I know you do because we've all had a few of those guys in our lives where we're so enthralled by them, even though we know that they're so bad for us. So bad. But there's just something about them that we can't stay away from. And we just want them. And that's, that's just, that's how it is. And end of story. But of course, we always end up getting hurt by them. And then we kick ourselves and get angry with ourselves for allowing those feelings and allowing us to stay in a situation that didn't make us happy for far too long. We've all made that mistake. I've made that mistake multiple times and it never does me any good. I'm sure it never does you any good either because all it does is just end up making you feel like shit and then you're crying pointless tears over some stupid douchebag that doesn't deserve even a thought in your head. 
but that's just that's just how it is that's how the nice guys get you they make you think that they're about you and they're about trying to embark on a relationship when all they want is to sleep with you and all they have to do is just feed you what they think you want to hear and I truly believe that it's some capacity all men are manipulators in some way and shit you know they'd probably turn around and say the exact same thing about us and maybe that's just human nature maybe human nature is just to manipulate slightly. I'm not saying be a complete psychopath manipulative freak, but we're all capable of anything. But I am proud to say that I don't think I've ever manipulated anybody. Maybe I have, and if I have, that is on me. I did not mean to at all. But these guys that claim that they're so nice, you have to watch out for them too because they're also in that closet, not closet, sorry, the undercover nice guy camp. Because anytime a guy says, oh, I'm not a fuckboy or oh, I'm not a douchebag, I'm a nice guy. They're a fuckboy slash douchebag. They are not nice. Because anytime anyone, anyone tells you that they're nice, they're not nice. Because if you're actually a nice person and a good person, people will see that about you based on your actions and how you treat them. You should not have to freaking tell people, I'm so nice. I treat people so well. Because if you are, that will emulate from your spirit and your aura. So, if any guy has to tell you he's nice, he's actually a total bag of dicks. Huge bag of dicks. And a douchebag. So, that is something that you certainly have to look out for because he's, he's just not a good guy at all. And he's just going to continue to try to worm his way into your life to keep coming back to you just for sex when he gets bored. Not all guys do this, but a lot of times they do. And it's really frustrating and annoying and offensive and disgusting because it's also like, okay, well, you slept with me and then slowly distanced yourself from me and then now that you don't have anybody to talk to or you're bored of the rolodex of girls in your phone you're going to recycle and come back to me and think that i'm going to be interested again and think that i'm going to be stupid enough to fall for you again and you're fall for you and you're bullshit again that's not going to happen i learned my lesson it's you can't trick me again. What's that saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, they're not getting a second chance to fool me again because I refuse. So whenever I get those booty call messages, I don't respond. Or I might respond if I feel like it and I'll say no. And that's it. But chances 
chances are I won't respond. I just ignore the message and they leave me alone. And I never hear from them again because they actually get the hint that, hey, guess what, loser? I'm not interested in being your sloppy seconds or being your sloppy whatever. And that's why I feel like most guys on dating apps are just total morons, total douchebags, and it's very hard to find a good one. I know there are good guys out there. I'm not ragging on all men. I'm not saying all men are douchebags. A lot of them are, though, and a lot of them have such huge egos, and it's so ridiculous. It's like, I don't care that you're an engineer. I don't give two flying fucks that you twiddle about with plane engines or what have you all day. Hey, that's cool that you're really smart and you like nerdy shit because guess what? I do too. But what is in your soul and what is in your heart is more important to me than what you do for a living and seeming like you're so cool because you have this kick-ass job and, oh, I live in Northern Virginia and I moved from the cornfields in Iowa. If anyone who's listening is from Iowa, I'm not actually insulting Iowa. Just wanted to put that out there, a little disclaimer. But I don't care that you live in Nova because guess what, bitch? I do too. I grew up here and I don't think I'm the coolest thing since a vibrating thong. I just don't. I love the area. I love where I live. But, you know, it's not... It's not New York City, it's not Los Angeles, it's not Atlanta, or some of the really cool, fun cities that are in the United States. Shit, it's not Australia. Tell me you're from Australia and that sexy accent and panty drop. That I would be impressed with. But I'm not impressed with the fact that you have a really good paying job and you think that you're hot shit because of it. Because guess what, fool? You're not. Be a good person and don't walk around like you got swag because also chances are you don't. And don't brag that you're nice to people because again, chances are you aren't. You're just not. So anyways, that concludes this episode of Call Him Douchey, episode three the undercover nice guy. I hope you buttercups have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you later.